Welcome to Donut Talks. Connecting dots, talks worth having. These are conversations that deepen our understanding, accelerate our learning, and ignite action towards a donut economy. We are Rita Alirejo and Stefan Verveng, two former Accenture Netherlands colleagues who became friends while singing on stage in a company band. La, 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 la. Today, we are independent professionals who connect on scalable learning towards a regenerative and distributive economy, inspired by the book Donut Economics. In this podcast, we facilitate our own learning journey and we hope to bring value to yours. After the massive success of our first series in Dutch, we have decided for this series to summarize and comment on each of the chapters of the Donut Economics book in Dunglish. And in all honesty, it was not really a decision, it's just something we could not escape. Donut Economics has a planetary scope and we need to connect globally. So instead of speaking Dutch, we'll give our best Dunglish a try. Big picture. Donut talks number two in this yes. series. One week later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's quite a quite a pace, gotta say. Yes. But it, that's part of our learning methodology, right? Yes, we're we're getting quicker. It's double the pace of our of the Dutch series. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and to make things worse, we're even constructing a website with show notes and lots of goodies on it. To make things better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's turning into something. I don't know what it it, it will become, but it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, it's actually already accessible because I put a put a link on our website to the wiki. So. Yes. <laughs> Good. Work in progress, though, but you can uh, you can sh- uh, see it if you want to. Yeah. So for the sake of summarizing a lot of the key points that we'll mention in these recordings, they will be on the wiki. Uh, we will be making some updates, but we'll also be uh, adding some extra sources. Uh, we found some some interesting videos from Kate, but also from other sources that really uh, well make the content come alive even more. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, shall we uh, dive into chapter two, Rita? Let's do so. Mm-hmm. Because uh, right at the start, we already show up in a, a, a play by William Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> so you can really tell that Rayworth uh, studied uh, or worked in Oxford, right? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, perhaps okay. that's a sign. Oh, yeah. The, the storytelling and the rhetoric traditions from the, uh, the Ivy League education institutions in the UK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's also, uh, again, a really nice way to talk about economics. You know, mm-hmm. it's so it's original and it's it's also very clear and it makes it understandable and you can follow it. Um, and it's actually also true, right? What Shakespeare mentioned, the world is a, the world is a stage and all mm-hmm. the men and women merely players. Yeah. Yeah, and this whole idea of, of thinking in terms of a stage and a theater, it's basically it's already a, a starting point for the systems thinking that'll uh, show up later in the book because mm-hmm. you really get to think in terms of you know these key actors, how are they positioned uh, uh, as a system, uh, how how are they connected, 
uh, how are they interacting? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are what are their characters? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, a, a play is a very good way of exploring that. Yeah, and, and not only a nice uh, lead to towards system play, uh, systems thinking, but also towards the next chapter, which is about human nature, mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. what is the role actually that we are playing, and what what kind of identity do we assume with that role? So. It's, uh... Yes, and and who is and who isn't on stage, mm-hmm. uh, what is and is not mentioned, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. all those things. Because I, I think somewhere in this chapter it's mentioned that the the most important assumptions are the invisible ones, right? Right, right, yeah. But I think it's also it's a good um, chapter to really uh, recap what's what has been happening and how the stage has been set. Right. Mm-hmm. With, uh, in, the, in the last chapter, we dis- discussed this uh, narrow understanding of economics and quite uh, the, the very dominant view of the neoliberal take of economics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she also mentions, uh, basically in this chapter, she um, describes the, the first stage, the 20th century ac- economy, and the stage that has been set by uh, the, the founding fathers of economics, such as Sam Wilson with the circular flow, and the mm-hmm. circular flow being also like the model of the, of the stage, the decor yeah. of the stage, and, yeah. uh, and then the script that has been uh, written by uh, the Mont Pelerin Society. Yeah. Yeah, the economic script writers, including Friedrich Hayek, Milton Friedman, Ludwig von Mises and Frank Knight. Mm-hmm. In 1947, they gathered... Uh, no, it says here... The, the 47 was the first year that the circular flow diagram was published. But it seems to coincide with the... Uh, um, uh, the, the yeah, it Mont-Pelerin. says the script writing began in the late 1940s with the launch right. of the Montpellier yes. Society, which lives on to this day. So it's um, roughly the same time. Yeah, it's roughly the same time. And mm-hmm. uh, it's also good to understand that historical context because it's uh, post-war. So it was very much yep. focused on how to rebuild societies through economics. Um, so uh, they set out this neoliberal agenda and it was also a pushback against the threat of state totalitarianism. Uh, but through the years, through the decades, the decades, it has morphed into market fundamentalism. And she comes back to uh, uh, these two polar opposites, if you will, uh, again later on. And that we that, need that's, to find that's actually, that's, that's quite interesting that you mentioned that, because the way you just said that, uh, for me, makes more clear that indeed the, the focus on a free market was uh, a response to mm-hmm. the, the state do- domination yeah. That was experienced in uh, World yeah. War Two, yeah. right? Or specifically in Germany, then, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, this narrowed and narrowed and and made it all about the market. So now, it, it, yeah, neoliberalism is viewed uh, like market fundamentalism. But I think in in the beginning, it might have been much more than it is now. Although I don't know all the details because this is for me at least a topic in itself to to dive in yeah. deeper and to learn more about. 
Yeah, and what, 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 what's also interesting to mention, I think, is that these uh, script writers from the Mont Pelerin Society, which still exists today, uh, they, they, they took the long view, as she says. Uh, they, they backed uh, businesses, but also uh, set up university professorships, scholarships, and built a network of uh, free market think tanks mm -hmm. like the American Enterprise Institute, Cato Institute, and Institute of Economic Affairs in London. Mm -hmm. uh, but these were all think tanks that uh, were basically strengthening and further exploring the, the, the idea of a free market. Uh, whereas Kate Rayworth, uh, throughout the book, uh, mentions that uh, a free market is yet to be found because there are all sorts of restrictions uh, imp imposed on, on uh, markets in reality. Which mm -hmm. makes the whole idea of of a truly free market basically uh, an utopia. Yeah, and at the same time, she doesn't. Uh, she she also says it's not uh, that we should deregulate, but we should re-regulate. Yeah, so re yes, re yeah, there, yeah. There there are rules, and it's good that there are rules because the economy and the market has to be embedded wisely. But that's the next stage. Let's say the twenty first century uh, economic stage. Um, but the way it has been done is, is not always in favor of uh, a free market. Um, and on the other hand, sometimes it's too much in favor of the free market. So it's not, not really clear yet, I think, or maybe not, not the right way yet. No, no. So uh, for this uh, 20th century neoliberal story, uh, the, the old story mm -hmm. that is coming to a collapse... Um, she, she mentions in order of appearance. I like the way she does that. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the cast in order of appearance. The market, uh, which is efficient. Give it free reign. Uh, business, uh, it's, it's innovative, so let it lead. Uh, finance, it's infallible, so trust in its ways. The trade, which is win-win, so we need open borders. And the state, uh, which is uh, notoriously incompetent, <laughs> so don't let it meddle. Yeah. And, yeah. I, uh, I loved here, uh, listening back to our uh, Dutch episode on this chapter, where yeah. you specifically also focused on the incompetence of, on the state. It was actually something that, that really triggered you uh, in a way. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a phrase that is very easy to repeat, you know, mm -hmm. uh, once you've picked up a line like that, uh, you know, government's incompetent uh, yeah. and, and you, you don't really scrutinize that thought, mm -hmm. then it becomes very simple to reinforce that by just saying it <laughs> yeah or maybe self uh, like like many of these roles she actually said because this script has been written mm -hmm. many of these roles were self-fulfilling yeah and I, I guess that's that's also that also counts for the state you know to to have this like minor role if you will or, or the role of the of the clown <laughs> to to maybe exaggerate a little bit on this mm. stage Clowny state. Um, yeah, it's. It, uh, I don't. It, it's not really. It has. Is it, it might not have developed really in its full potential. I, I do see changes in that, and that that kind of is exciting, moving towards a twenty first century stage. But first, uh, before we move to that, it's also good mm. that she noted that other characters were explicitly not mentioned or not required mm -hmm. at least on this uh, on this stage, the twenty twentieth century economy stage, like the household which is domestic, so leave it to the women. 
the commons, which are tragic, so they have to be sold off, so uh, they can't regulate themselves, uh, so it mm -hmm. should be regulated either by government or even better uh, be uh, under private ownership. Society, which is non-existent, uh, like Margaret Thatcher famously said, there is no such thing as society, there are only individual men and women, and there are families. Mm -hmm. uh, earth, which is inexhaustible, so take all you want, and power, which is irrelevant, so don't mention it. And it's uh, al already a good prelude to the 21st century stage that she mentions these uh, very real actors that have been left out of the, of the 20th century stage. Yeah. Yeah, and what's uh, what I really like, uh, <laughs> which is a bit telling also, uh, I like to highlight now and then uh, a bit what I think I've learned about Kate Rayworth as a person, mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, she is the scriptwriter for, for this mm -hmm. uh, book. So uh, she, she men mentions that when Adam Smith was writing uh, his famous Wealth of Nations, mm -hmm. um, he was living at home with his mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so that, that the household was not required on stage, you know, that's a given, you know, that all that that just works. So let's now I'll, I'll focus on the important stuff now. But <laughs> while, while the household is being run, uh, I think that's that's very funny the way she oh. puts that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know what to say about that first stage, but basically... Well, she concludes it has not worked, right? It uh, it has right. ignored a lot of the important roles, a lot of the important um, actors, and it has brought us to the brink of ecological, social, and financial collapse. So we exactly. need something new. Yeah, and she takes the financial crisis from 2008 uh, she, uh, that as a, uh, as a moment that sort of gives the... Uh, well, maybe not, maybe not the final, but uh, one of the final blows to the, the, the old script that uh, will, will eventually lead to mm -hmm. uh, the uh, urgent need for a different story. Yes, it, it, it has definitely really opened the door towards a new way of thinking, I think. Yeah. Not only in a, maybe a select few that, that already worked in this field, but really to, to the masses, let's say, to just the normal people that, that more and more got a sense that something had to change, has to change. Yeah. And so she again starts with a picture, and instead of it being the circular flow, it's now uh, the what she calls the embedded economy. Yes, this is for the, the new story that is emerging, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the embedded economy is an economy that, that where the economy nests within society and within the living world while recognizing the diverse ways in which it can meet people's needs and wants. Yeah. Yeah, and I recall from our first reading uh, that you uh, very well mentioned that... Uh, in the old story, economy itself was not on stage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It was it was hidden, uh, and now it is embedded uh, within this notion that oh, uh, we're living on this earth with mm -hmm. uh, certain boundaries, mm -hmm. uh, and on, on that there's a, a planetary society as well as a society is embedded in nation states, 
and within those, uh, you know, there there is an economy uh, that we can uh, discuss as uh, uh, in a in a growing crowd of economists. Yeah, and as an economy as being part of uh, a bigger a bigger entity, the living yes. world. Whereas in the first part, where the economy in itself was not a role, it was it was basically the stage. It was the only thing that mattered, and everything around it was something that just did not count. Uh, yeah. And therefore wasn't viewed, wasn't valued. And so that's, that's yeah, a yeah, big I difference. think you're right. Yeah. The economy was the stage. Yeah, certainly if you take that uh, that uh, circular flow diagram as a starting point, yeah, that was yeah. the stage. Yeah, the economy was the stage and the economy was very narrowly defined if you also take the circular flow uh, in terms of uh, financial flows like income, eh, the flow of income between these entities, between these actors. Yeah. So on this uh, on this in the stage of the embedded economy, uh, we have a whole bunch of uh, uh, well, some familiar players, but in a new uh, new role. And uh, she did again. She brings the cast in order of appearance. Um, so we have first the Earth uh, that appears. It's life giving, so boundaries need to be respected. Then uh, within that, the society, which is foundational, so connections within society should be nurtured. Uh, then she introduces the economy, which is diverse, so support, support all of its systems. Then there's not just one economy, uh, there are plural, it's plural, right? there are more than one. Well, there are four parts of the economy. The economy uh, exists of four ways uh, of provisioning, so mm -hmm. ways yeah. of moving uh, wants and needs of, or, or organizing wants and needs that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, the four yeah, being, very well put. Yeah. yeah, the four being household, which is core, so value its contribution. The market, again, which is powerful, so embedded wisely. The commons, which are creative, so unleash their potential. And the state, which is essential, so make it accountable. Yes, and within that, there are financial flows. So finance is in service, uh, and so it's vital to make it serve society. Uh, mm -hmm. Business has an innovative function, uh, so give it purpose, right? It's it's there to renew all sorts of systems, but uh, renewal towards what? So purpose uh, is emphasized. Then trade, uh, which has a double edge, so make it fair. And I think you know to, today also with all these these trade wars, you can very very clearly see uh, at the, also at a planetary level how true this is, mm -hmm. right? Uh, basically. Uh, you could say, well, it's it's tr called a trade war for a reason. It's 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 total exertion of power. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is the last player on stage. Power. It's pervasive. So check its abuse. Yeah. 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 Which you know, in, in in the context of these trade wars, this this feels uh, super uh, relevant to it today. It does. It does. And before we continue on uh, diving into these different new roles, it's. I found it also kind of interesting that she says the staging and script this time. Before it was the it was Samuelson's circular flow and the Montpellerin mm -hmm. Society. Mm -hmm. Now she says it's still a work in progress by econ economic rethinkers everywhere. So yep. this is just like let's say a first draft. I've got to say a really good first draft that she gives, but it's it's also an invitation to 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 everybody to keep working on these roles and maybe also. Uh, internalizing these roles and 
making these roles practical, if you will. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's also, it, it makes me also think about, uh, you know, the purpose of what you and I are doing with these talks mm-hmm. is, you know, uh, perhaps what we are doing now is a small contribution to, uh, well, enlarging the group of rethinkers. Absolutely. <laughs> with, with two, <laughs> at minimum. Well, no, there are there are a lot more rethinkers. I mean, rethink, oh, sure. rethink economy, I think, is, is a foundation in itself, is like a movement in itself. So mm-hmm. there's, there's already a lot, lot happening in this field. And uh, it's good maybe to, to add those to our wiki and find out uh, where else these discussions are taking place. Yeah, what I do like, do yeah, what I do like about our approach, though, is, well, I feel like we are we're, we're not economists you know we're, we're just let's say regular people you are <laughs> oh yeah I, I keep forgetting that i am an economist <laughs> you've been rethinking yourself too much <laughs> i've been rethinking myself too much but what i want to say i hope that the way we approach this is is very there's no hurdle to join you mm-hmm. know yeah and it keeps it low-key and it keeps it very experimental and um you know, just hopefully very inviting for more and more people to just join without them having the feeling that they need to know a lot already or that they need to be experts in some kind of field. If, if this is something that you feel uh, you want, you just want to learn more about, I think you are more than welcome to join our conversation and to and to join us in this learning journey. Yeah, and I must say, uh, these these characters on stage, uh, they can be very helpful in, in, in you know, in, in finding out who is attracted by what. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people might be more attracted to, let's say, finance yeah. or or maybe specifically the conditions on Earth, right? Absolutely, uh, yeah. Uh, whereas for myself, uh, I, I certainly know that as a for as a learning journey, uh, I, I really want to further explore the uh, commons, yeah, the development yeah. of a uh, of a well managed, well governed commons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there there are certainly um, some some attractors, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> on stage, yeah. right? It would be fun to to really work this out into a play and maybe use these. Um, as, as role-playing exercises as well. <laughs> but that's that's for another initiative, perhaps. That will Maybe be Donut, donut Theater. Meetup. Donut Theater, <laughs> yes. Yes, Donut Play. <laughs> so, but what, uh, what of these roles, uh, when you say the commons, if you want to dive more into that mm-hmm. for now, what, what, how, would you, how would you summarize um, your main learnings reading about the commons in this script? Well, uh, again, the, there are these quick catchphrases that uh, once they've caught on mm. are, are difficult to let go of. So the, the tragedy of a comma, of the commons mm-hmm. as, a, as a frame, somehow already you, you sort of hear the, uh, the depressed music in the background. <laughs> oh, poor commons. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> It'll never work. <laughs> but you know, but it's so it's a very well chosen uh, framing mm-hmm. of of the commons, whereas uh, Eleanor Ostrom has done research of com- commons that very well, uh, that function very well and are very successful. She even won a Nobel Prize for it. And mm-hmm. and I guess uh, what I've learned from from reading. Uh, 
the Donut Economics book is that I really need to zoom in on this particular part. Mm-hmm. Uh, also because it's linked to some of the digital technologies. So she mentions Rifkin, right? Yeah. Uh, with yeah. the zero marginal costs uh, related to uh, exponentially developing technologies. So we could, for instance, 3D print all sorts of uh, replacement products or whatever. Uh, that come at uh, almost zero cost uh, as long as you you really work at scale, right? I mm-hmm. mean, you, the the this zero marginal marginal cost is enabled by a, a economy of scale. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I like to explore that more because I've been following the um, open design revolution as you know uh, it was put on the agenda by Waag Society in Amsterdam mm-hmm. years and years ago. And a lot of it, you know, it sort of sounds sexy, hip and interesting. But when it comes down to really making a dent in the universe, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a, a totally different story. Where, and I still feel that um, there's untapped potential. But it also, the un- unleashing that potential requires a, a better handling of, of, of some really core dilemmas, di- dilemmas I think. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, related it's to ownership. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. an interesting, uh, an interesting topic that that interests me a lot as well. What what I find attractive about comments, for me at least, is mm-hmm. it's like a way. It's a way between the individual and, let's say, government or market. It's it's more flexible. I feel like mm-hmm. like for instance that we 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 talked about creating. Uh, the knowledge commons for the donut economy. Uh, what I like about commons, it's it's like you you've got so many ways of organizing it. You know, it mm-hmm. it really depends on the community that you are forming. So yeah. um, uh, yes, I think we can uh, still learn a lot more about really looking into, and that that's probably the work Eleanor Ostrom is doing, of how commons can self organize themselves effectively, but. Uh, but in terms of flavor, I think commons give so, so much potential in the diversity that you can have in commons. You can, you know, you, you can be part of a lot of different commons. It's, it's, yeah. it's a way to also organize yourself on a local scale, on a smaller scale, with, with the learning maybe being global. But the, 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 the practicality of the commons really... Uh, being at a local level, yeah, I, I like that. It's it's like it's like the glue I feel, uh, yeah, between, within society. It's you know it can it can fill in uh, the the blank spaces the, the spaces, and that's why I think she also says comments are creative. It's mm-hmm. where creation starts, perhaps. Yes, um, yes, yes, and I must say, you know, comments of course is a very very broad uh, term. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my specific interest is in the cultural commons uh, with digital media Mm -hmm. Uh, but of course it can also be about uh, land use uh, right Uh, which is much less my particular focus but Mm -hmm. I think if you already look at how we've been working on the uh, the wiki for the show notes uh, and combining some videos that are out there uh, things like that how Mm -hmm. quickly you can pull that together uh, for this particular need I think it's an example of, of the creativity of, of commons. Once, you know, you can trust that the material is uh, being used in the proper way. Mm-hmm. And, and, right. and, and, and is allowed to be used in the proper yeah, way. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah and, that's and my in point. In a common yeah. way, yeah. 
And that's why yeah. also all, all the things that we do are on a, on on the Recreative Commons license. So for for people that yes. want to uh, work uh, with the material that uh, that they find on the resources that we are creating, you are more than welcome to. Um, and you are allowed to make derivatives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Let us know. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would also like to mention. Um, you know, if you if you look at the market. It's not she even in her new play she says of course the market is is powerful and is super efficient and in itself uh, you know a, a handy way of organizing how we we create we produce uh, we consume the price mechanism works but mm. um, the, this power needs to be embedded wisely so I uh, I also think it's an important point to say. You know, she doesn't. She really or still has a place for market and for market thinking. It uh, it only needs to be more in balance with the other means of provisioning. Yes, and I think the uh, by stating that you know markets, so a business functioning in a market, have the role of of bringing innovation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that it becomes critical that it should not be just any innovation like hey we can do this just because we can but that there's a very specific purpose uh, to that uh, and, and, and if you look at the role of the state uh, she, she mentions uh, within that role uh, Mariana Matsukato mm-hmm. uh, as an expert in the economics of government-led innovation uh, and part of uh, uh, Matsukato's story is that uh, a company like Apple, which is you know well known for its innovative products, uh, cannot exist uh, uh, without uh, building on technologies that have been developed uh, in a context of uh, government funding, uh, like GPS, microchips, touchscreens, and the internet itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and notably, it's all U.S. government in this case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that 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 at least is a, that example or that that fact basically is a is a very good way to to maybe uh, take away that that clownish uh, image of the of the state, like like I described it before. You know, is uh, it's incompetent. It shouldn't meddle too much. You should just make it as small as possible. And I think Matsukato. Uh, really pointed out how important uh, the state has been for a lot of business activity, um, but she also mentions uh, she mentions this center stage role, if you will, in in some cases for the government. But she really stresses on the the what she says the best supporting actor uh, award that the state should um, aspire for providing public goods for all, supporting the household, unleashing dyna- dynamism of commons and harnessing power of the market uh, yeah. as, uh, as some of the key things that a state should be uh, occupying itself with. What yeah. I do like is in the, in the beginning of that script where she says the state, which is essential for all these supporting roles, so make it accountable. And I think that mm-hmm. might really be a very interesting thing if you work for government at the moment. To, to, to really feel and have that accountability, I think, is, uh, is an interesting topic. 
Yes, it's always, uh, uh, well, traditionally, it has been a, a weak point, right? And, and uh, I guess in, in the Netherlands, uh, you have this Wet Openbaarheid Bestuur, the WOB, uh, which is about, you know, uh, as a citizen, you can uh, request uh, all sorts of, uh, all, well, documentation and exchanges uh, about certain topics within the government uh, so that you can audit it as a, as a, uh, as a private person. Um, and it's being used by by uh, journalists a lot, uh, mm-hmm. but I think uh, uh, maybe some parts of the way the government functions could be more open by default. Yeah. Um, you know why? Why wait for uh, opening things? Why not open it by default? Uh, I I'm very well aware that in many cases this this is not always a, a wise thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think uh, in general it could be much more the case than uh, currently is the mm-hmm. norm. Yeah, and, and I think part of this is also what you see happening more and more is just to have that reconnection with citizens again. Yeah. It's not just, you know, when it's time to vote. It's, it's not just this periodic thing where you, where you as a citizen ha- uh, have to decide or have the choice to decide uh, on who you want to. Uh, 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 to represent you, um, but it's um, about this connection. You know, in Amsterdam, for instance, uh, for some projects, um, there's an invitation to citizens that they can um, allocate some of the budget to to their preferred yep. uh, projects. For instance, I think these is an, these initiatives are really really nice and yeah, um, and, so, and, and in, in some grow. cases uh, you have these open spending projects. I think there's mm-hmm. the Open State uh, Foundation. Uh, that that works on open spending uh, applications that are also being used by some municipalities uh, that that can even be part of uh, meetings at a um, a wijk niveau uh, neighborhood neighborhood level yeah neighborhood level yeah and I think you know if you think ahead a little bit about uh, this new story with these players uh, how it is evolving uh, and specifically now that we've touched on, you know, a changing role of the, of government, maybe opening up more, uh, re-engaging with citizens. Uh, citizens uh, also need to have the um, uh, a lifestyle that permits them to be engaged. Uh, you know, if they're too busy to work or to keep their head above water, mm-hmm. uh, they they may not be able to retrain themselves or learn uh, for the future in in a joyful way. You know, mm-hmm. or without coercion, or uh, or, or form uh, informed opinions about mm-hmm. uh, stuff that is uh, being poured over them by the media. Yeah. So the 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 way the household evolves, the 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 including you know the the role uh, the role models for boys and girls and you know uh the t- how, how uh people have a household together uh, mm-hmm. it, it is it's continuously changing mm-hmm. but it's a crucial development for 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 also for the other players on on stage uh for them to have a um a play with a lot more how do you how do you how to put that uh, with with a with a really with a real divergence from the old story mm-hmm. yeah right uh, the, the household is a very 
like what we are doing right now, this is a, a you know, within uh, the spare time that we have. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we find it energizing, so we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, not in all cases, you know, people may have experienced the, uh, yeah. the freedom to, to do such a thing. Yeah, definitely a good point. And, but I also think it's, it's how you... Uh, it's it's again the choices that you make individually exactly. right because yeah, exactly. uh, i understand people might be busy or might feel they they are busy but um maybe we should create uh more of an awareness so so you know it 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 clicks that that it's important to also look at a at a bigger picture i feel like all of us are so stuck in our specific role within this big system that we, we we don't have the view anymore of what's what's this bigger picture, you know. And again, mm-hmm. the, the invitation that she gave us in the first chapter, stepping back, you know, seeing the bigger picture, and then understanding, okay, this is an embedded economy, and uh, this this can be my role. And I, I love uh, that that may might be a good bridge to the next chapter, being about uh, uh, humanity and the human human itself and how we view ourselves. Um, I think it really also starts there, you know. Uh, I I remember mm-hmm. a time when when I was super busy in a corporate job, and I yeah. didn't have time for this. And I yeah. I now have time for this because it's a conscious choice. And so I feel we could we should you know be and hopefully this helps you know to to try and reach more people and and invite them in and invite them to have a different view and see that if they want to they can make time for this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it can be uh, as a as a sh- small example. I still really love uh, this one since we both, uh, you know, we worked for the same consulting firm, and you know that it, within that firm, uh, the 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 having a certain very brand new lease car was mm-hmm. you know uh, celebrated very much. I, mm-hmm. I recall being somewhat annoyed by the the lunchtime conversations that are always <laughs> about these bloody lease cars uh <clears throat> so they take up a lot of time and attention yeah. uh, because but, but they are also part of the i guess the value uh, uh, that is being delivered to the employees right mm-hmm. they, they can sort of brand themselves uh, with that but having switched uh long years after live, having worked in that culture and lived in that culture um uh, i now ha- uh, have a, a very simple uh shared car uh, you know car sh- through a th- car sharing service and that service can only exist because of uh, a financial innovation mm-hmm. uh, that allows for insurance on on these cars w- when they have multiple drivers mm-hmm. that are not the owners mm-hmm. uh without be having to be a rental company and blah blah blah, blah. There, there are some rules and regulations and some finance const- constructions that came together that made it possible to share cars in a much more free way uh, which has given me also a, a, by using that service provided me with uh, more spare time because I don't have to go to the garage the mm-hmm. way I used to mm-hmm. uh, spend l- much less time on figuring out all sorts of things it's it's maybe a less sexy car but uh, I saw that last week uh, a, a competing service is now offering also a solar powered uh, Tesla uh, so it's 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 changing rapidly, mm-hmm. and uh, you know with these uh, this time that uh, I don't have to spend on uh, worrying about my car anymore, I can record donut talks. <laughs> That's it. Here you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is time, though. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing yeah. that we are approaching the 40 minutes and we are trying to do this uh, in half yep. an hour. Uh, so, again, we yep. haven't covered everything that's in this chapter because we want you to read this chapter we did mm -hmm. discuss some of the things that interest uh, interest our, us most and uh, did give you uh, a broad overview of the chapter hopefully um, yes. but i do want to end uh, this episode again with our bucket list item mm. what would you from this chapter want to dive more want to learn more about um, maybe for the next series well, uh, I was having this talk with uh, my wife, Davy, uh, about um, that, that it might be interesting for her to, to learn more about doing systemic constellations. So, mm -hmm. you know, having people uh, stand in a room, take position and each uh, be uh, um, adopt a, a certain role in the system mm -hmm. and then see what is the si does the system look like? How is it operating on itself? And I, I'm just thinking it would be based on this uh chapter it would be so much fun to uh do a, a systems constellation with these roles with some people one. that are really in for a, a little one. bit of fun <laughs> and then see you know what if we would play the new narrative what what would happen <laughs> right yeah absolutely i'm all in favor of of trying that out so we should definitely well. put that on our bucket list Oh, yeah. Well, that's for me. But how, how about for you? Well, for me, um, well, apart from the comments, that, that of course, is, is quite interesting. For me, um, when, I, when I stopped at the paragraphs written around the household, mm -hmm. I really felt, you know, it's so true. And we, we say it all the time that the household is ignored and undervalued. And it, it in me, triggered at least uh, a want to, to analyze that a little bit more. To, to dive mm. more in, in the household, to, to see if we can really put a spotlight on the household. So that would be my bucket list item. Mm. I'm cu uh, can you say a little bit more about that? I don't know what... <laughs> well, no, but I'm just thinking, you know, what is it specifically within the household that sparks your interest? Well, because uh, well, she she has this chapter, uh, this few sentences uh, around. Well, she has more than a few sentences around the household. But at a certain point, she says, uh, you know, um, how it how it has been described so far. It's like the unpaid caring work, the reproductive economy, the love economy, the second mm -hmm. economy, and then she mention, mentions economist Neva Goodwin. Uh, who says mm. it's actually the core economy and it comes yeah. first every day, sustaining mm -hmm. the essentials of family and social life with the universal human resources of time, knowledge, skill, care, empathy, teaching and reciprocity. There's so much happening in that household and mm -hmm. we take it for granted. I think we all that's take true. it for granted. It's and neglected. so that's why yeah. it's really neglected. And that's why I feel if we start there, you know, again, I'm, I'm always... Uh, uh, I'm always in favor of understanding more of what's, what's in your power, what's in your influence sphere. And apart from you as a person, I think, you know, that this next thing is the household. So uh, that's why I feel it would be good to really put a spotlight on it. Okay, well, let's explore. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So this is, uh, I think, uh, the end of our episode two, if you, so. if you agree. 
Yep. And yeah, you know, uh, some of the, uh, the, the we haven't discussed the, the 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 players of power and trade, but I think uh, you know the, 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 today, if you just look at the news for for more than two minutes. You, you can see the the play happening right before your very eyes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that uh, for me, it's almost like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, maybe we can uh, write uh, or find some resources, and maybe put some uh, recent articles in our show notes uh, on our wiki. Uh, for now, we would want to invite you to listen to us again next week. Uh, yes. When we discuss and summarize chapter three, nurture human nature. Okay, thank you, Rita. Thank you, Stefan. See Speak you then. Next week. Speak then. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, doll.